listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to Unscripted, a special podcast series from ShoreScripts in collaboration with the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Unscripted with ShoreScripts is a six-episode series discussing challenges facing patients and care providers and how technology is creating opportunities for change. This series will offer a variety of voices in specialty medications, different pharmacy conversations, and showcase how ShoreScripts is driving best-in-class solutions designed specifically to deliver operational efficiencies and, most important, the best patient care. ShoreScripts aims to keep the patient at the center of all that we do, working to ensure faster, more informed, more accurate, more reliable transfer of information among care management teams. This episode of Unscripted Podcast is powered by ShoreScripts. And now here's our host, the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, Todd Yuri. You know, ShoreScripts started providing Pharmacy Podcast Network with a content about two and a half, um, three years ago. And I was so excited to have the organization that was just packed with pharmacists that really brought good stories to our network and really teaching pharmacy owners, grocery stores, national chains, long-term care pharmacies. What was e-prescribing? How does this interconnect your initial orders? Let's talk about prior authorization and the data that stands behind prior authorization, the importance of understanding that in specialty. And every time I went somewhere with their guidance in order to bring this information to our listeners, we were finding them there from an intimate perspective where they were part of the solution. They weren't just, they've never been a sidelines organization. They want to be a servant leader in the world of data management and assuring that our, that our patients are getting the services that they need from pharmacists. And you know what? The new CEO, which is just so cool, is a pharmacist. And he took over in June of 2022. And I hadn't had a chance to interview him yet, but he's with us today, the Chief Executive Officer of Shure Scripps, Frank Harvey. I am excited, as you can tell, to have you here. Uh, welcome to the show, Frank. But Todd, thank you so much. It's a real pleasure for me to be here as well. You've done so much for pharmacy through the years, and uh, it's just a pleasure to, to be meeting with you today. Pleasure is all mine. I tell you what, um, you bring an interesting perspective, data management, into acceleration of um, prior authorization and technology because of your background in pharmacy yourself, and then you're, you're, you let up through uh, sure scripts from an investment perspective and leadership's perspective. And now you're CEO and it almost feels like you've come full circle. So I want to, I want you to tell our listeners your story and, and start with your pharmacy school and, and, and where you started out. Sure. You know, if you don't mind, I'll even start further back than that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, do it. I'll start when I was six years old. My father would take me to Brookville Drugstore, which was our local community pharmacy every Saturday morning would sit at the soda fountain and have breakfast. And I would watch the two pharmacists there, Gerald Maxey and Glenn Hilbush, that, that ran that independent, and just see how much fun they were having interacting with members of the community. And then, you know, during the, the time there, you'd see people go up, spend a few minutes with the pharmacist, you know, really get good advice. Uh, they were really our primary care providers for our community. 
And certainly, I first of all, I, I thought they were having so much fun that one day if I could possibly be a pharmacist, that would be a great thing. And also they had lake homes. And I thought if one day I had a lake home, that would be even better. So it was, uh, you know, the best of both worlds. And so, you know, Glenn and Gerald were just a really impactful to my family. So, uh, you know, having the opportunity to then, you know, go to college, go to medical college in Virginia, become a pharmacist, come out and practice initially as an independent pharmacy. In a okay. independent pharmacy, and then for a, a chain drugstore called Revco. Um, I remember Revco. Which is rolled up now in part of CVS Health. And so having that opportunity, I, I think, was the foundation that the, the last 40 years of my career really built upon in healthcare. Um, you know, pharmacists, I think, take a unique view of healthcare and, and really sort of have that servant's mentality. Uh, and we're looking for yeah. how can we help the community? How can we help patients? And how do we help advance it? Uh, and being fortunate enough when I was asked to come on to, to SureScripts as a CEO, uh, I just felt like it was an opportunity to, to be at a mission-based company because at SureScripts were focused on three primary missions, including to you know continue to lower the cost of healthcare, to improve the quality of healthcare, and to improve patient safety. And the opportunity to be a, a leading that mission-driven company, and a company that has one of the, the best things other than our great employees or our SureScripts Network Alliance that we've built across all of the EHRs in the country, all of the health systems, all of the practitioners, the PBMs. I mean, we really convened that entire network and it's given us a unique opportunity to help advance healthcare. The trust that pharmacists have in their community is second to none. Um, it might actually, it might be second to nurses in some of the surveys yeah. that we read. Right. Um, but seeing your patients nine times more than your your primary care and how primary care relies on that pharmacist to drive the treatment that they prescribed and being able to follow up on it because they're in primary care. God bless them. The, the quarterbacks of the play of healthcare, you know, passing the treatment to the, you know, to the running back or the or the wide receiver, whoever it is, your your pharmacist really is who it is. That's exciting. And and. And I see SureScripts from a from a technology perspective, you've led, and now you coming in as leadership of understanding what pharmacists provided in the in the sake of in the in the in the element of trust and right. how you learned that at such a young, you know, position in your own career. That's special because you saw it before there was data and before there was internet. Before I mean, I don't want to give away your age here basically my age as well. We remember a day of healthcare without, you know, internet, without the ability right. to understand, but you are now able to interconnect the understanding of how the pathways that we're creating as processes to accelerate care, especially with like prior authorization stuff, where SureScript has really helped to pave those ways. And now you kind of bring it full circle. So I think that's kind of special. Uh, not to get, give away my age either, but the first pharmacy I worked in, I was working on a manual typewriter. And so, uh, you know, I, the way we got prescriptions in our pharmacy, would, the doctor either called them in or the pa uh, patient brought it in. More times than not, I had to call the doctor back because I couldn't read his writing uh, to make sure I was getting it right. So you're right. SureScripts has really revolutionized that, revolutionized the workflow, revolutionized the, relation, revolutionized the relationship between the physician and the pharmacist. And, you know, we really believe we're at a critical point in our healthcare system. Um, the pandemic really proved the value of pharmacy and pharmacists. It also has 
really provider burnout is, is rampant, whether it's the nurses, physicians, and pharmacists in a lot of cases. And we believe we're at a point where we have to have an evolution of the healthcare team. When I think back in pharmacy school 40 some years ago, you know, the pharmacist was in the hospital already very active, a critical member of that healthcare team. There were pharmacists that do collaborative care agreements for, were writing prescriptions, where, you know, the, the first line of treatment in the hospital many times. Uh, and now we see during the pandemic, we, we got this rampant burnout where two in five primary care physicians are saying that they're, you know, going to leave practice within the next two years. Yeah. 30% of ancillary healthcare workers saying that they're going to stop practicing or, or working as much. So we're at a point where we have to have an evolution of the care team. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Unscripted Podcast. Be sure to visit shorescripts.com and check out their Intelligence in Action blog, which offers smart dialogue about ways to enable better healthcare decisions. The blog has a whole section dedicated to remapping the specialty medication journey. And don't miss the other Unscripted Podcast episodes about specialty medications, which we've linked in the show notes. Shorescripts, the nation's most trusted and capable healthcare information network. Thanks to all the frontline pharmacists and pharmacy technicians for your work in healthcare throughout the nation. We salute you. The leadership that you're providing, and it, it started before you arrived, and I, but I think you arrived at that right time to in order to accelerate it and kind of bring it um, where now there's a lot of pharmacist leadership. The pharmacist leadership that you've presented for years is tying back into organizations like the National Council for Prescription Drug Programs, who looks to sure scripts to give guidance sure. and your participation in the upcoming event for them um, is also special. The opportunities to expand access and fill gaps in primary care, just like you were just saying, Frank, improving uh, SIG clarity tools and innovation for improving prescription experience in healthcare. Share with our listeners a little bit about the vision of, of what you're going to be doing um, with NCPDP and other organizations that you've already reached out to and connected with. Absolutely. Well, uh, Mark Gingrich, our, our CIO, is actually on the board for NCPDP, a uh, critical, critical member there. NCPDP, I think, pro uh, provides an indispensable service to our industry, yep. really helping set those standards upon which we all sort of depend and, and helps to advance us. We're also very active in the Sequoia Project. That's a, a critical part of what uh, ONC is doing through TEFCA, and we've announced our intent to become a, a qualified uh, health uh, information network through TEFCA as well. Um, as we look to the future and where we're going, uh, we, we know, and just to give you a little data to, to sort of represent our need to go there, we did an analysis across the country of the 3,233 counties in the United States. And in almost half of those counties, there's less than one primary care physician for every 1,500 patients. Please. That's, it's almost it's impossible for a primary care physician to, to be able to see that many patients on a regular basis to take care of them. The good news is in about 60% of those same counties, there's a, a supply of pharmacy and pharmacists to, uh, to really help in and, and play that expanded role. Now, we saw during the pandemic with the extended uh, uh, practice ability that HHS has given to pharmacy, and now as of two weeks ago, has extended it another 18 months. We saw pharmacists really step in with those limited prescribing privileges through test to treat uh, with immunizations and really play a critical role as a part of that primary care team. And we feel like now with this next 18 months, while HHS has extended that for pharmacy, it really needs to have a push to make sure this is something that's put permanent in place because 
you know, healthcare needs pharmacy to play a larger role. The, the primary care physicians want uh, pharmacy to play a, a larger role as a part of the care team. So we're really through the technology helping empower that whole, you know, whole interaction to be more effective, more streamlined. So the physicians, pharmacists, nurses, nurse practitioners, uh, physicians assistants can all be more productive and spend the right quality time with the patients. I was thinking of an article that was that came out in April uh, on Yahoo Finance that talked about SureScripts highlighting opportunities for care team evolution, and that really excited me because I knew as you know when you're an insider, you know organizations' intentions, right. and the intention of the SureScripts team has always had the pharmacist plugged in. So I'm just like, as soon as I started reading it, I didn't even have to read it to actually to understand what you guys were doing. But you're literally inserting pharmacy care deeper into healthcare to really prove in a backwards method instead of having to go through CMS per se to say, hey, organizations, hey, Wall Street, pharmacists have a lot more value than you probably realize. Absolutely. And we have data and we have technology to actually prove that. <laughs> And I think there are three things. In addition to sort of getting some of the, what we're doing codified and putting permanently what uh, pharmacists can do, there are two other areas we need to focus on as well. One is the reimbursement, the compensation, because yeah. pharmacists are going to have to be paid for providing this service, as they should, as we take the burden off of other healthcare providers uh, so they can be more effective. Uh, as pharmacists operate across the full scope of their license, we need to have reimbursement structures in place, both federally and as well as through the, the, the health insurance plans. And then third is the technology platform. And, and to enable pharmacists when they are in the middle, when they're with the patient, dealing with a specific sort of comorbidity, to, that they have the right information that they need, not a 20-page medical record, but right. boil it down to what pharmacists actually need for that interaction to be able to work with that patient to help in that as part of that collaborative care team. Yeah, there's a quote that came from your um, appearance and, and participation in leadership at HIMSS 2023, and you led a panel called How Are Care Teams Evolving to Fill Primary Care Gaps? And your quote was, pharmacists have commanded the trust of patients for a long time, but this was especially true during the pandemic when pharmacists helped to deliver quality, accessible care when patients couldn't get to their primary care physicians. And that's very special to me because I do have a sweet spot for our uh, 19,000 independently owned community mm -hmm. pharmacies that are out there that understand their community's healthcare needs very intimately. In, right. in ways that other organizations don't. And you're plugging in and you're empowering even those sectors of pharmacy and looking for advisement as NCPDP has always embraced uh, this community pharmacist too. Absolutely. But that that really spoke to me because you're, you're understanding that this is a bigger picture. Right. This is just isn't, isn't just one facet of healthcare. This is the it's entire care team that, that you're, you're pressing and you're, you're supporting. You know, independent pharmacies are so important to the overall healthcare ecosystem, uh, particularly in the rural areas. If you look in those rural areas, over 30% of the health systems are now saying they're in danger of, uh, you know, going bankrupt, not being able to afford to continue to provide that care. Uh, you know, 95% of the U.S. population lives within five miles of a pharmacy. The pharmacists are there in the community to be able to provide that care 
um, in, in conjunction with the rest of the care team. So I think it's really critical that uh, that we continue to look at ways to expand the, the function that the pharmacist is playing as a part of that care team, particularly in those rural areas and even some places in the inner city where there's just not an availability of a primary care physician there, but pharmacists are on the corners. And as we know, I, I think you, you quoted it earlier, uh, they, uh, patients, particularly chronic care patients, see the pharmacist 36 times a year, the primary care physician, you know, four times a year, and their specialist nine times a year. So, I mean, just the fact that we are with them so much more frequently, we're there to sort of to play that role. Uh, and when you're dealing with the shortage of physicians, and it's expected to get worse between now and 2034, it's estimated there'll be a shortage of 125,000 primary care physicians. Jeez, what yeah. that's going to mean is there's even a greater need for pharmacists to, pharmacists to play that role as a part of the uh, collaborative care team. We also did the population is continuing to age. By 2040, it's estimated that over 22% of the U.S. population will be 65 or over. And as you know, when you're 65, about 85% of us over 65, I'm not there yet, but uh, <laughs> not too far away, but 85% uh, of folks over 65 uh, have at least one chronic illness. And 60% have two chronic illnesses. So you're dealing with sort of a the, the coming together, some of a worst case. We've got a shortage of primary care physicians. You've got more patients that need more care. And really the healthcare professional that wants to do more, wants to operate across the full scope of their license is the pharmacist. So I, we really see the evolution of that healthcare team being very critical. That's why just to today in what we're doing, last year over 22 Billion transactions at SureScripts help facilitate, you know, 22 billion times. Over 823,000 physicians using clinical direct messaging to send clinical messages back and forth between pharmacists and, and physicians, cutting out faxes, cutting out phone calls, again, helping streamline that, that process. Yep. Um, Louise Rodriguez, uh, CEO of Keycentrics, and, and I just talked at Assembian. We actually brought up uh, SureScripts and how they, you know, intertwine and work with specialty pharmacy workflow and pr prior authorization. And and we brought up the fax. And I'm just like, wow, like fax is still being used, yeah. you know, today where we have all this other technology and and e e tracking and and all of the data that's there. And it, it just blows your mind to think that they're some of us are still holding on to the white knuckling the the facts. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, it hasn't been removed from U.S. healthcare yet. In some areas, in the U.K., for instance, you know, the fax has been you know, required to be taken out of the overall system. So, right. uh, I was just—I'll be speaking at the World Pharmacy Council uh, later this month, and you know, that's one of the things they're—they're they're interested in how we've empowered interoperability in the states. But also, there's some things you can learn from others around the world and things they have done that, in some cases, are, are more advanced than what we've done in the U.S. Well, we're proud of SureScripts um, partnership with um, with the Pharmacy Podcast Network. We've loved supporting your organization. Everyone that we deal with on your team is just um, just upper class, and it's just fun. So I want to just be the first to welcome you, the Pharmacy Podcast Network family. Um, now you're part of us, Frank, uh, and we want to have you back talking about stories. Maybe we can build a panel together. I'd like to bring on the ASCP representation. Let's talk sure. about senior care pharmacy. Let's talk about specialty disease state management. But it's exciting to have you here, Frank, and I just thank you for this time. Oh, you're certainly welcome, Todd. It's a real pleasure to be with you. Look forward to uh, working together in the future to help continue to advance healthcare and advance the profession of pharmacy. 
Absolutely. If you'd like to learn more about what SureScripts is doing, the innovation that they're providing to pharmacists and pharmacy care, please uh, visit their website at surescripts.com. Once again, that's surescripts.com. And a shout out to the SureScripts communications team. We absolutely love working with you. And, and Frank, we can't wait to have you back. So we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Todd. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Unscripted, a podcast series from SureScripts. For more information about how SureScripts can help your organization, please visit us at shorescripts.com.